0: majesty at your service. Welcome to Fair Queen Talks. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of my podcast. Dave Ramsey for Brits. If any of you follow me on my Instagram, Fair Queen Tatiana, you may already know that I have embarked on a journey to become more financially literate. I've been reading books, articles and watching lots of videos on finance and I came across Dave Ramsey. What appealed me to Dave Ramsey is his passion about money and he really speaks to people who want to have financial peace, build wealth and also give to organisations or causes they believe in. So who is Dave Ramsey? Dave Ramsey is an American who, more than 25 years ago, fought his way out of bankruptcy and millions of dollars in debt. What he learned, he turned into Financial Peace University, a program that has helped more than 5 million people change their financial futures and family trees. Now, his radio show and podcast, The Dave Ramsey Show, reaches more than 13 million listeners each week. And I have recently become one of them. So in this podcast, I want to go through with you his seven baby steps to financial peace. And because I live in the UK, I am putting a UK Brit twist to it and applying the principles in the UK. I'm not a financial advisor, nor do I claim to be an expert in finance. I'm simply a fan of his work and want to share with you what I've learned so far so if you'd like to listen to some more please carry on so baby step number zero so baby step number zero is about your budget and the budget that Dave Ramsey goes by is the zero based budget so the point of the zero based budget is to make your income minus the outgoings equal zero so If you cover all of your expenses during a month and you have £500 left, for example, you aren't done with the budget yet. You have to tell that £500 where to go. If you don't, you lose the chance to make it work for you in areas such as getting out of debt, saving for an emergency, investing, paying off the house or growing wealth. So the goal of this zero-based budget is to tell every pound where to go. So all of your money will have purpose, it will have a plan, and it will help you to have financial peace. Now, before I was introduced to Dave Ramsey, I went by an idea called the 50-30-20 rule. So the idea is that 50% of your income goes towards any bills you have or outgoings that you can't avoid, 30% will go through savings, and 20% would be disposable income so this is all based on your salary or the income that you have now this is a goal it's not prescriptive but it's what I was trying to work towards so looking at the zero-based budget I can kind of apply this rule to it so I think when you have a plan yourself kind of see if it fits with Dave Ramsey if it doesn't just make it suit to you but um the Dave Ramsey zero-based budget and my 50-30-20 rule can align. So that's why I think it works well together. So having a purpose for every pound simply means that you can allocate your money for each area of your life. So I make sure that I have money for disposable income so I can have some fun and um, because I think that's also very important. But now we're on lockdown, you know, you can be more forgiving of yourself so you don't have to spend as much money on things that you like to do now we step over to baby step number one so baby step number one is about saving money so you're saving £1,000 for your starter emergency fund so this is a starter fund this is not your emergency fund forever but this is just the first thing you want to do now if you already have it great if you haven't your goal in this first step is to save a thousand pounds as fast as you can. Your emergency fund will cover those unexpected life events you can't plan for, and there are plenty of them. You don't want to dig a deeper hole while you're trying to work your way out of debt. So having a starter fund or emergency fund is very helpful. For me personally, I have had my life emergencies. Um, I don't have a car, so I don't have to worry about breaking down a car, but a few years ago I missed my flight and my flight was a Sunday night flight to come back home and I had work the next day, the Monday at eight o'clock and I had to dig into my emergency fund in order to pay for another flight to come home. It was way expensive and I had a suitcase so that was an emergency for me. Um. So, But having some money aside really helped me. So what I would say is Having an emergency fund for things you don't expect to happen is very useful. So you have that £1,000 saved, so you've achieved baby step number one. Some people are selling things, you know, just trying to get this £1,000 really quickly. But once you have it, you move on to baby step two. Baby step two is paying all your debt, except the house, using the snowball uh, debt effect. Now, this is a tricky one because... In the USA, um, it's a bit different. So he's talking about paying up your cars, credit cards and student loans. Now, if you live in the UK, student loans work a little bit different. So student loans from the student loans company where you get your student finance is an income contingent loan. And this has been happening since 1998. And basically, your repayments on this loan are dependent on your income and what threshold you have. So if you were on the first plan, so there's plan one of the uh, student loan and plan two, and you have the postgraduate loan, which started in 2016. So, for example, if you were on plan one, then you only start paying back after earning, uh, I think at the time was 15 grand per year. But I think it's raised to £17,000 per year. And for student loan plan two, you will pay back after you earn, I believe, £21,000 a year. And these repayments um will go through on your gross pay. So this is almost, it acts like a graduate tax. So you don't pay into it directly. It just goes off straight, like when your national insurance so something that you don't really have to worry about. You can pay it off voluntarily if you want. Um, but Dave Ramsey has approved the idea that in the UK, you don't have to pay it off ASAP because it works differently to like in the USA. So that's an idea to, to think about. So when he's talking about debt in the UK, it doesn't necessarily mean your student finance. An interesting fact about student finance is... That if you do take out student finance and you live outside of the UK and working, it may be a good idea for you to talk to student finance and let them know that you're working outside. Because if you don't, they may actually give, make you pay a fixed amount or repay the full amount with interest penalties in one lump sum or your account could be managed by their collections department or worst case scenario they will get an external debt collection agency to take your money. So, but if you're working and living in the UK, you can just leave the student loans company to just take it off uh, based on your national insurance number. So it's not some, not something you have to worry about. But paying, paying all your debt, it's about the debt in your cars, your credit cards. Um, and that's the things they need to worry about. So it's not about your mortgage at this point. So the snowball effect is about putting them in order by balance from smallest to largest, and you pay the smallest first, and then you go to the larger one. And mentally, it helps a lot of people to you know pay that first step off, and then maybe three hundred pounds, and working your way up. So once you've paid all your debt, you go to baby step number three, and baby step number three is about saving three to six months of expenses in a fully funded emergency fund so you already had your one thousand pound emergency fund now you're having an emergency fund that will cover three to six months worth of expenses now this is absolutely amazing and if you have lived on a zero based budget you will know what your three to six month expenses would be now when you take money and save it that cover you for three to six months, this will protect you against life's bigger surprises like losing a job or, or a car breaking down or slipping your back into debt. Um, and you can just make sure that you can cover your your life in that meantime. So once you've got your three to six months of worth of expenses saved, he wants you to go to baby step four which is investing 15% of your household income into retirement. Now in the UK most workplaces have to or all workplaces have to pay into your pension and if you enroll in those pensions you may notice that actually they are already paying that 15%. So your pensions is usually covered by your workplace but if you are a freelancer or you are a sole trader you may want to do a self-invested pension plan which is like a SIP and you can take that with a bank or any other organization but he recommends for you to save at least 15% of your income into your retirement. Retirement is not not something you may think about when you're a younger person but you just got to think when I am you know 67 years old can I live off only the state pension which is about 600 pounds per month If that's not what you're looking for, then it may be a good idea to start saving now. So once you're saving, you know, 15% of your income, baby step four, you can move over to baby step number five, which is saving for your children's college fund. If you don't have children, then you don't need to save for children. But if you are planning to have children or. If you are having children or you already have children it may be a good idea to save some money. Now like I've said before in the UK you can take student finance out and the repayment is more like a graduate tax so you don't necessarily need to pay for uni. So what you could do instead of saving to pay for the university you could just save for your child for their future. For example if they Want to buy a car or they want to go on a big travel, whatever they may do, you may want to give them some money. Now, if you struggle taking your own income uh, and giving that to your children, you may want to use some of the money that you get from that child benefit. For example, if you have one child, the child will receive about £20 per week. You could maybe take £10 per week and save that for their future. I think that'd be a really, really good idea um, that they can have. And you can invest this in something like a junior ISA where their money can grow and they can access it when they're 18 years old. But these are little things you can do that the government is actually helping you to do. Um, so that's a great idea if you want to save for your children. Of course, you can save more for your children, but that's up to you. But it's a nice thing for a child to have some savings. Um, if you can afford to do so and um, once you've done that so that this baby step 5 is really more for people who have children or are planning to have children Um, Baby step 6 is paying off your home early. Now this is for those who have mortgages I don't have a mortgage myself but if I were to have a mortgage the plan is to pay off your mortgage as early as possible So Dave Ramsey is very keen on people paying off their mortgages within 15 years. So now you've paid all your debts and you've got everything sorted. All that money that you were using to pay off your debt, you can put into your house. So you can overpay on your mortgage payments to just finish it off quickly. So once you've done that, you can go over to Baby step 7 and this is building wealth and give. He says, you know what people with no debt can do? anything they want the last step is the most fun you can live and give like no one else keep building wealth and becoming insanely generous leave an inheritance for your kids and their kids now that's what we call leaving a legacy so when i speak about having a goal and a purpose for your life you know you can have all this money and live your best life but what is the greatest gift you can do With the money you have, you can share with others and improve the world and make it a better place. Um, I may be not the richest person. I'm not rich at all. But I give whatever I have because I believe that the money I have is from God. And so I will always give back at least 10% of my earnings to charitable causes. And I think this has helped me to be grateful for what I have. And also give even when I can't give. And if I have no money to give, I will give my time. I can volunteer. I can do something. So we can always contribute for the good um, in this world. And yeah, these are all the seven steps. And I hope that I helped you in some way to learn more about Dave Ramsey. He's got a great podcast and videos on YouTube. You can follow him and learn some more. But if you're living in the UK... And you get inspired by someone who lives in a different country, you can always adapt their uh, teachings to your country. And that's it for today. Thank you so much. And now I have a message. At the end of each episode, I address the Queen. Money doesn't necessarily give you happiness, but it offers you financial security whereby you can live at peace now and your future. Make your money work for you. Dave Ramsey may not be your cup of tea, but take the time to learn about personal finance. The future is uncertain, but bills come every day. Make sure you're ready and in charge of your personal finance. Financial peace is about living every day without the worry about money thank you for listening to therapy tools see you next time